Okay, what's the movie where the Sarah Jessica Parker and her husband, who are about to get a divorce, see a person get pushed off of a balcony and they get... She already knocked one on the ground. They have to go... They have to move to Texas because they're in witness protection. And they fall in love after going to the rodeo together. I have no idea. <laughs> Let us know if you've ever seen that. Let me know the title. What? If you send me, if you send me on any of our um, social media. media pages or anything, the title of that movie, I will send you a sticker. And maybe a dollar. Maybe because... a dollar. Ooh. Maybe a dollar. We'll have a contest right here. <gasps> Welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And we would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, a happy Indigenous Persons Day. We would also like to wish Whitney a happy late birthday. Um, Am I missing anything? We're sorry. We didn't post last week. We're sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry. (laughs) We didn't have time. Listen, you know us. We get busy. Yada yada. <laughs> One of the cats just shouted in confirmation. <laughs> but we're back this week with a story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully you'll still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But we'll find out. Are you ready? We haven't had a, sp- like, we've, we've a week. Hmm. We've got a week without the spooks. How do you feel about that? Let's get ready in our rumble. <laughs> Is that you hyping yourself up to hear the spookness? I thought we left spooky season. I thought it was over. Why, why would we ever want to leave spooky season? Please riddle me this. Why would we ever want to leave spooky season? Christmas is fine, but we do still have a skeleton hanging on our front door. Organic. I'm not going to confirm nor deny. <laughs> Found it in my own backyard. <laughs> the landlord hasn't said anything yet. Day 23 in the chamber. They ain't find me yet, but boy, they're going to be surprised when they do. <laughs> Day 23 in the chamber. I can't. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um. So, I think we should just get on into it, huh? Get on into it. Oh my gosh. Yes, but before, let's just get backpedal just a smidge. <laughs> let's not get on into it. We left that skeleton on our door all of November, and I just now was like, oh man, it might be about time to take it down. No. And then I realized we left it up all of November. He stayed, that's his home now. All see, all seasons are spooky seasons, if you believe. If you leave a skeleton on your door. Mm, I was going to say something about Easter, but I feel like it rubbed the people the wrong way. In a way. (laughs) (laughs) You got me? Are we reading each other's mind? In a way. I don't think I can say this. (laughs) Can I say it? Is it blasphemy? I don't know. That's why I didn't say it. You can bleep it out. I'm going to say it and you bleep it out. Okay. In a way, Jesus' skeleton is on all of our doors. 
at Easter. Ooh, hold on, <laughs> that is not what I was gonna say. Oh, what? Whoa. Okay. All right. I was just gonna see it's a little spooky because he comes back to life. Yeah. I mean, for us. I guess you did it to in put one us of, like, on his door. Metaphorical to sin. Put us. Put him on our door. Tell the world about his grace. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to skip on through. Skip on through. On to the story. Here we go. <laughs> Leave the awkward tension behind us now. <laughs> You're not moving through quick enough. All right, we're just going to jump into I really don't have much history at all. Um, we got a short story today. Our story is actually about a woman named Mayumi Arashi. Arashi. They are Japanese, so I'm going to apologize if I pronounce their names their, their names wrong. Um, but it's M-A-Y-U-M-I, last name is A-R-A-S-H-I. So Mayumi Arashi, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm here for it. Okay, so Mayumi Arashi was a 27-year-old housewife living in Sumida, in the Sumida ward of Tokyo, Japan in 1994. Um, she had temporarily, temporarily moved back in with her family after giving birth to her daughter in order to have some help while recuperating. So she lived with her parents and her older sister, Yoko, Y-O-K-O. They quickly agreed to help her, um, you know, kind of get back on her feet and help with the baby. She seemed to have lived an ordinary life for the most part. You really can't find much about her and her family. Until September 2nd, 1994, when around 7 p.m., Mayumi told Yoko that she was planning to meet up with a friend that evening before leaving the house. Um, and then she, Mayumi, never returned home. Wait, so single mom? I think she has a husband. So her husband may have moved back in with her. Okay, I know she has a husband. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of information about him or her. So I think they both moved back in oh, okay. with her parents just gotcha. for some extra help. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. But mostly her because I think it was mostly to help out with the baby because I think he was still working. Right. So... So she told her sister, yeah, Yoko, mm-hmm. that she was going to go meet up with a friend yep. on September the 2nd, 1994. Mm-hmm. How old was her baby at this point? So they, I, I don't know exactly, they said newborn and then they said one year old, but then we talked about this a little bit, they, their first birthday is different than... What ours is considered? Yeah, in some Asian cultures, they go by the date of conception. So they would say, once, you, so you'd be nine months old when you're born yeah. in their culture. And then um, you'd have a three more months before your first birthday. birthday. Right, so she's under one year old. For the most part. So a new babe. Yeah, because I, I also don't know when she was born versus when uh, Mayumi disappeared. Right. But she's under one in our standards. Okay couple months old. Wow. So uh, the disappearance of Mayumi Arashi did not garner a lot of attention. Um, so unfortunately, there's not really anything that turned up about her whereabouts. The next time the story of Mayumi Arashi came into public attention was in 2011. It's like seven years later. Yes. So nothing no. really turns up. Nobody ever finds out where she goes, what happened to her. No bodies discovered. She doesn't 17 get in. Years later. Yeah, she doesn't get in touch with her family. So nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows what happened. But in 2011, they were approached by this TV show called the Super J Channel. 
and they asked if they wanted to do a segment on they had a segment that roughly translates to whereabouts of the truth so i think it's kind of like our unsolved mysteries yeah yeah so they approached this family and asked if they wanted to discuss what happened Mm -hmm. to see if anybody has any information even though it's like 17 years sure it it is a lot like unsolved mysteries or um I think that's the one where at the end they're like, if you have any further information, please yeah. contact these numbers. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what it was. So on October 13th, 2011, Yoko and her their father was um, inter- were interviewed. Well, this is when the broadcast, when it aired. Um, but Yoko and the father told the audience everything they knew about what happened to Mayumi, which turned out to be quite a lot for nobody knowing what happened to her. Hmm. So Yoko first stated that she noted my she noted Mayumi seemed very uneasy the night of the disappearance hmm. on September 2nd, but they didn't really discuss what was wrong. So Yoko just was like, oh, that's kind of weird. She seems uneasy, but maybe it's she's nervous about whatever she's going to talk to. I think they were classmates or old friends or whatever, so maybe she's just nervous to meet back up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yoko thought that was kind of strange, and so on September 3rd, so the day after Mayumi's disappearance, Yoko said that she had called Mayumi's friend that she was supposed to meet up with, but this friend told Yoko that they actually never had plans. Oh. So Yoko then decided to search Mayumi's room to see if there was any clues about where she actually went went or what her plans were. So in Mayumi's wardrobe, Yoko found a note that read, quote, I was going out with A, capital A, but was betrayed. There is then the word Gomen, G-O-M-E-N, which depending on where you're looking um, this can mean, like, dismissal or your pardon in English. So this is kind of translated to her asking for forgiveness. Mm, okay. And then she, Mayumi continued to write, I'm sorry, and then this was followed by a phone number. Okay, so, so it said I was going out with a capital letter A. Yep. Um, but was betrayed. But I was betrayed. So basically, if you find this, yeah, I was going out with A. Yeah, I was betrayed. Yeah, go men. So please, please forgive me. Right. I'm sorry. Here's a phone number. Right. Exactly. So Yoko decided to call the phone number to see who it led to. So she assumed that it would contact this mystery person A because mm-hmm. that's the only other person that was mentioned in the letter, and apparently it did. Now this person who was never named, um, A, stated that they were with Mayumi on the day she disappeared. Okay, so she did meet up with them. Yes. They then continued to say something along the lines that if Mayumi was found dead, they hoped that the punishment would be prison. Hmm. So Yoko found this conversation very suspicious, as I think we all would. That's very weird. And so she hired a private detective to follow A for roughly six months. She said she paid for six months. I don't know if that was upfront or if that was just she paid for six months. That's a lot of. 
This is a lot of information already. Yeah. Just a note is a lot of information for, well, we don't know what happened. She disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get into the theories. So, I'll just continue. The story is pretty much almost over. Um, so, in the time the private detective worked for the Rashi family, they only found, or they only saw one, like, fishy interaction with A. So, over the course of six months, they only saw one thing that they thought was suspicious. So, on March 9th, 1995. So, the next So, the next March. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The private detective saw this person, A, walking into the woods with two drinks. So, like, two cans of juice or something. Mm-hmm. However, upon further investigation, the police found nothing. Then private investigator kind of lost, A, because they walked into, like, woods. Yeah. Like and a- so when they tried to follow, they kind of lost where they were. So they got the police involved, and the police searched the area, but nothing was ever... Nothing turned up. Yeah, nothing turned up about it. So this was pretty much the end of the investigation. So this is why there's really no information about her whereabouts. Um, So this specific story, like all the information that was given is from Yoko. Mm -hmm. Right? Like she's the one. She said she did all of this. There's really no other eyewitnesses. Um, Nobody did their own investigation. Like it was just... Straight up Yoko. Like, this is her story. The police didn't. I mean, the police did probably do an initial investigation, but they didn't find anything. Mm -hmm. And they're not the ones that called the phone number. Like, Yoko saying, like, I found the note. I called the number. I talked to A. This is what they said. This is what I did. I got the private detective. This is what they said. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, oh, the police found the number. The police called. Check the phone. Right. No, this is all her sister doing this. Right. So, um... The story Yoko told seemed, I mean, legit. Sure. Like, whatever. She found a note. She called the number. I mean, I'd probably do that if I found a strange note in your wardrobe with a phone number on it. Who is this? Yeah. I think I'd call dad first and then call. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, probably. Um, oh, what happened? Do I call this number or not? Um, can we uh, do a group call? Can we do, yeah, FaceTime me right now. Look at this note. Let's analyze the handwriting. Um, so the only thing that the audience members who were watching this program found strange was in the backgrounds of the, like, where Yoko was sitting was a note pinned to a bookcase that read something along the lines of, because this is a translation. It was written in Japanese, obviously. Something along the lines of, don't trust Yoko, don't trust the words of Yoko, or don't trust Yoko's story. Oh, just like in plain view? Like right behind yes. her? So what happened was those who watched it live said that they saw an older woman walk into frame, kind of mess with the bookshelf, and then walk away. So they're kind of assuming that it was Yoko and Mayumi's mother. Okay. Because they, they still really live together, yeah, and I think it was their home. Mm-hmm. But people don't really know because I don't think she was interviewed. Right. I think it was just Yoko and the father. So then she, once she walked away, they saw this note. It's a pretty big note. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically what it said, but nobody really talked about it. The interviewers didn't question it. The interviewees didn't say anything about it. So it was kind of strange because it's as if nobody... 
knew it was like there. Like it was, yeah, like it wasn't there. That's wild. But it's a pretty big note for... Is there, there's no point where it looks like Yoko, like, noticed that it was nope. there. Nope, no. Because I'd be like, what did she say? What did she say? Yeah. Yeah, nobody, the father didn't mention it. Uh, and the camera's pointing right at it. None of the people doing the interview, like, pointed it out. Like, nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. So the only time that it really got mentioned was in blogs and forums. Afterwards. that Yeah, that viewers were like, did you guys see that note? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much the end. Nothing really came up from the, like, nobody found anything after this segment. Nobody called in. Nobody has any clues. Her dad didn't really say much different. No, he pretty much corroborated what Yoko said, but it was, I mean, he really wasn't there. He was just like, oh, well, this is what Yoko said. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He agreed. He said, yes, that's what Yoko said. Yeah. Yeah, what she's saying. Yeah. Is what she's saying. Right. (laughs) Yes, I agree with her. It's, this is what she told us. Right. And this is what I know, which wasn't a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, so nobody ever found her. Nothing was ever discovered of why she left or where she went. Nobody, no body was ever found. Nobody was ever charged. She's still a missing person, um, to this day, pretty much. I mean, it's probably a cold case, but yeah. So a very short story, but we have a lot of theories. Yeah. So this is why I found this case very interesting. Okay. Cause there's so many theories as to what yes. happened, I'm sure. So, the first theory is that this whole story is completely made up. Like, even her, even her disappearing? Like, the, it's a hoax. Like the For complete. the show. So, when looking into the story, there is very little information. There is nothing. Like, you, I searched, and really the only things I found are what I told you. Mm-hmm. Like, no information about her life. Nothing about her husband, nothing about her kids, nothing about her family. It's just literally the story I just told you repeated over and over and over again on different websites. Because her kid would be like our age now, Mm -hmm. but nobody ever talks about that. Right. So the interview itself that I just told you about, Mm -hmm. um, that the Arashi family did with the Super J channel, cannot actually be found on the internet. Oh. So there are screenshots. There's only two screenshots that can be found of the interview. One is of Yoko and one is of her dad. But li- there's nothing, no video evidence, no other photos. So uh, everything about the note is information that people who claim to have seen it live said. Oh. So nobody can really confirm who put the note up, what they actually said in the interview, that kind of stuff. So people think that the screenshots could be photoshopped very easily because it's just the two photoshops are pretty much pictures of them like doing an interview Mm -hmm. and then some stuff over top in Japanese that was basically like who they are Mm -hmm. and what their title is that's basically it so people think that it's somebody made like it's fake so so it'd be like a um, like a creepypasta or something that yes. has been perpetuated through the years to where people think this was a real... It could be like a Mandela effect. Right. Everyone thinks this happened, but yeah. really, there's nothing to go on mm-hmm. that says that. Yep. Some people do think that it could be a creepypasta or something along those lines. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a story that's made up and people made these... Like Slenderman. Slenderman was a photo contest. Yeah. And then they made a story to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people believe that it's completely made up. However... 
The Super J channel is a legit Japanese news and information television program that is produced by, like, you can find it. It's produced by a certain TV provider. Mm -hmm. And um, the Super J channel has been on the air since March 31st, 1997. They have a website. Mm -hmm. You can go to it. I went to it. It's all in Japanese, so it was very confusing at first. (laughs) Um, there is also a description in the archives of the Super J channel of this particular episode. I was going to say, they have to have an episode log. Mm-hmm. Every, almost everything now you can go back. I can watch the Steve Wilco show yeah. back to 2004. <laughs> right. right. Well, and there are episodes. Like, you can find episodes of uh, Whereabouts of the Truth mm-hmm. on YouTube or on the internet, but they don't have all of them. So, like, you can't find this one, but you can find others. Right. So, you can't necessarily watch it back on yeah. the Ro- your Roku or something right. or on the internet. They don't have their episodes where you can view them yeah. from their website. Mm-hmm. It's if somebody recorded it and put yeah. it on YouTube. Exactly. You can see it. Exactly. But they do have a description um, in their archives, and it's it essentially says the same thing that I just told you. Like, it's a summary of what Yoko says. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really say what happened but nothing really came of it so Mm -hmm. um it's just pretty much like tune in to see what happens but like nothing really came of it so this would pretty much mean that it's not necessarily completely made up because this channel is legit they've never done any jokes or anything like that before um and so like at least the episode is real somewhere out there it's real Yes. So some people think, okay, what well, can be real, but what if it is what's called a broadcast ban show? So a broadcast ban show is essentially like a mockumentary or like a, a fake documentary oh. um, of something that happened. Like usually true crime or horror-esque. So it's kind of like a soap opera but which there was stuff people did things like this in the united states i think i talked about it once before there was a show that was essentially the news reporters went to a haunted house and one of them gets possessed and all this stuff it's completely made up but people thought it was real because they didn't they tuned in late to right you know what i mean like it's like the alien the alien broadcast or the alien broadcast yeah like a war of the worlds like people turned in like listened to it on the radio and they thought it was really happening because they t- tuned in too late to hear the, this is fake. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like the, the... Don't worry, this is a reenactment or a reading of... Oh my gosh, what is it called? Words. When you put it at the beginning. A disclaimer. A disclaimer. Yeah. They missed the disclaimer, mm-hmm. so they just were like, oh. Yeah. And maybe they don't have to have a disclaimer in Japan for these right. kinds of things. I don't well, know. a lot of these broadcast band shows are not popular, really, and they... There's not a lot of them because of the fact that people miss the disclaimers mm-hmm. and then they kind of freak out because they think it's real. Yeah. So a lot of people think that this could be a broadcast band show because there is a, if you find this theory, a lot of the times you will see connected to it, there is a Japanese comedy duo who are two females. Mm-hmm. And they look very, very similar to the photos of Yoko and Mayumi. 
So people, some people who believe this theory think that it's it's a real interview, but it's actors. Right. So it was staged. So it was staged, pretty much. Interesting. Staged for the drama of the show. Yeah. And people, like, thought it was real because mm-hmm. it wasn't... They missed the disclaimer yeah. there wasn't one. Right. Or they didn't it's, believe the disclaimer. It's a very interesting theory. Because it would make sense why the show has an episode, but you can't find, find it. Yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> Super J Channel is not known for broadcast band shows. This would actually be the only episode that they've ever done that was a mockumentary. Because they're, they're supposed to be a legit news and information mm-hmm. channel. Yeah, yeah. So some people don't really buy into this because they're like, why would they only put one episode? Mm-hmm. And it's whereabouts of the truth is a real segment. Yeah. And none of the other ones are fake. There are cases, and I don't know, I can't think of specifically who did this, but I know I've seen where basically people infiltrate a show Mm-hmm. For the purpose of either proving yeah. a point or for their own gain. Like people somehow. go on Judge Judy and make it all up just so they can win money. Right. <laughs> or like people are like, um, I'm going to write a story. I'm going to write a book or I'm going to write an article or I'm going to write something about this. But mm-hmm. in order to do that, I have to pretend like I'm auditioning for American Idol. Yeah. And like sit through the line and really live the experience right. and blah, blah, blah. So maybe they like made it up yeah. to be on the show and mm-hmm. so the show people thought it, it was, was real. real. Yeah. But in reality it was They just made it up. They staged it, but yeah. ne- the show didn't necessarily, necessarily know. know that. That's true. That's true. That's that's fair. Because that's technically I mean I guess that would be kind of like a broadcast band, but not really because the show's not the show's the not doing, doing it. it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. However Oh no. Um, Mayumi Arashi was actually listed on the official Japanese missing persons database for a number of years. So, but, but in 2015, so she was on there from like 1994, well, I guess until 2015, um, or she got popped back up. I don't know. She had a profile mm-hmm. and there's pictures of it. Sure. Um, so in, but in 2015, if you would try to search her name instead of her profile popping up, it was replaced with a message that said, quote, thank you for your cooperation. Now, this is from article, so I didn't actually see this, hmm. but supposedly that's what happened. So her case, her case now is legally too old to, like do anything about it anyway it's a cold case but it's also like what is that when um it's too old to like do charges on something like to charge somebody with something Mm, the statute of limitations limitations is up so like nothing can really happen so people are like oh well maybe they just took it down because nobody can really do anything about it however there are other profiles that are still up that like the statute of limitations has run out on them but they never had, like, a weird message that said, thank you for your cooperation. Well, so, if if I was, I feel like if you were running that site, the only reason you would put thank you for your cooperation is if they have solved it. Well, like, people thought that too, but nothing came out about it. Like, nothing ever came out saying that it was solved or she was found or anything like that. Well, that could be the family's choice, depending on the laws of the area. That's I true. don't know how much... Uh, I don't know how much they legally have to post about it. Witness it could, protection, maybe. 
Maybe. Yeah, it could be a situation where they found her and she was like, this is my information. Do not spread my information. Yeah, that's true. Just I just take think about it that. down. But you have to be able to search her name uh-huh. and find... You can't find her, so thank you for your cooperation. Yes, thank you for showing attention that yeah. you're actually trying, She's but... She's a spy. That's okay. She's a spy. Maybe. That'd, that'd be awesome. You I didn't know. think about that. Well, um, an interesting theory that kind of spins from that is um, a theory that people connect her to um, the evaporating people conspiracy of Japan. Um, This could be other Asian cultures too, but I specifically looked it up for Japan. So if we are to assume that everything Yoko stated was true and that the website putting thank you for your cooperation was for a reason, then people think that possibly Mayumi did feel guilty about having an affair, that the note was real, Mm -hmm. and that she felt so much shame that she ran away. Mm. So in Japanese society, the phenomenon known as evaporating people pretty much is that people disappear into thin air. Like, nobody knows where they go. Their families don't know where they go. Coworkers, friends, they'll just drop everything. They just won't go into work the next day. Nobody knows. They won't say anything. Um, But most of the time, this is because they have done something to shame their family Mm -hmm. or bring disgrace to themselves or their family. And rather than having their whole family be disgraced, they just leave. Leave. So, since the mid-1990s, it is estimated that at least 100,000 Japanese men and women have left their wives behind to completely start fresh on their own accord. Most of the time, this is because of divorce, debt, they fail school, um, they're fired from their job, they had an affair, you know, anything along those lines. So, some people think that everything is true and she had this affair and then she felt so guilty about it that she just left and it's very easy if you look more into it it's fascinating it's very easy in japanese society to do this there are different places one in particular that is in a specific place that is run by the mob that they'll essentially like help you disappear yeah they'll like hide you if you do stuff for them Hmm. Like, it's a whole city, pretty much. A whole, like, piece of a town. Well, the whole mob territory. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, you... Yeah, we'll put you up in this apartment. Just, you know, look out for this guy. See what he does. Follow him around. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is exactly, but... um, So people say it's really easy to do this, because you can go... There's other places like that that will help you do that, too, so it's not impossible. Like, it's... I mean, 100,000 people since the mid-1990s. No, it sounds like it's probably very... That sounds like so many people. Yeah. But we don't, I don't live there and I've never been there and I don't understand their culture well enough to know, like, that would probably mean that everybody knows somebody who has just disappeared. Yeah. And then to, like, the, for the authorities to just not necessarily be, like, well, this could also go, because they could have looked for her and then maybe they found her and she was, like, no, I'm not going back. Like, don't tell my family. She's an adult. She was 27. Oh, yeah. well, also, that's what I'm saying. She yeah. could have been like, hey, no, yeah. Thanks, so that's why you. they put like the thank you for your cooperation right. up there. Or the mob, I don't know, but maybe the mob there 
if the authorities get too close, they're like, hey, forget about this person. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then p- people are paid off and just be like, hey, you yeah. know what? You're like, okay, fine. You we don't will. need to worry about them anymore. Right. So some people think that this theory is one of the most true, um, even with the note that says don't believe anything like, don't trust Yoko, mm-hmm. because a lot of people think that maybe the parents did post it and they did mean it, but more in the way of, like, you know, don't really believe her about the affair part of it, mm-hmm. because they don't want Yoko talking about the affair to either make them look bad or make Mayumi look bad. Oh, yeah, because that descri- if if Yoko says... Did she actually say that? Was that in the note or did she yeah, say Yeah, she said that was in the note and she said it. That she was having an affair. I was portrayed. I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. I missed that when I recapped the note. So that's why I was, I apologize. <laughs> um, she, her saying my sister had an affair mm-hmm. is dishonor. Dishonor on you. Dishonor, dishonor on, on your family. Dishonor on your cow. But, I, sorry, move on quotes. It is, all right, that is, that is very shameful for them. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, like. Shameful for anybody. For, any, for anybody. But yeah. in that culture, like, if, she, if if people are running away for that reason, then mm-hmm. obviously it's a reason that your family's going to be like, no, 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 don't. Hey, don't listen to her. Yeah. Like, don't. Right. So people think that maybe it was, it meant to don't listen to her about the affair, but people took it way too seriously and were like, oh, don't trust Yoko at all. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, even if, like, her mom, if it was her mom, like, meant well, it meant it. And maybe she didn't want to be interviewed because she's upset. She's like, you're exposing yeah. her family. Right, 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 right. You're talking bad about us. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So maybe she did it and the rest of the family was like, no, we got to get this story out there. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So the people who don't believe this theory, basically the only thing that they have to hold on to is the fact that she had a newborn child. Mm-hmm. So even if she did have an affair, why would she just leave her child there? But I don't think that's... To me, that's not super strong evidence. Because some people don't like babies. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> you know well, what I Like, I mean, I, I, I would hope she wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And I'd hope it'd be a tough choice. But, I mean, if she's having an affair and she had a baby with her husband, then I don't think she... Or she had a baby with, with him yeah person. like i don't know if she cares that much i don't know well it might not necessarily be like she didn't necessarily want to be a mom it could be there are certain um well, she could also be like i don't want to raise my child and them know that i had an affair right it could have been she either could have thought it was what was best for the baby mm-hmm. or there's certain times where like with postpartum depression you are depressed and mm-hmm. don't Physically, you can't feel like you can't care for the child. Right, right, right. Or so you, you feel like leave. you don't want to. Yeah. Or there's also instances where, like, you feel like you have no bond with that child mm-hmm. because of... Some like, reason. either postpartum depression or some psychological thing that's going on with you. Yeah. So it could be that she was like... I can't take care of the baby be, right be like, now. Yeah. The baby's fine. Bye. Like, yeah. She, I mean, technically, she, the, the baby's, baby's better with off. family. Yeah. The baby's with its Yeah, I mean, dad. it's totally fine. There's nothing happened to the baby. It just lived with family. I you're, I just don't think... I think that a mother's love is probably, people will say, one of the strongest things. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But there are instances where either maybe this was, she thought was the best decision for the child and mm-hmm. she loved it so much she had to do this yeah. in her mind. Or she had a psychological reason for not feeling a connection a connection that that was stronger than her need to To leave leave. yeah that no that makes total sense that's why i was like it's like that's really the only 
way that they're like, oh, no, why would she just leave if she had a baby? Mm-hmm. And I didn't mean to be, <laughs> in, like, insensitive, insensitive yeah. but I don't think that that is – there's reasons people leave mm-hmm. their children. Like, not all of them are good, mm. but, you know. We don't know, because we weren't in her well, mind. Well, if she was betrayed, if that part is true, it could have been uh, blackmail, too. Like, true, that's you true. Leave, you leave your family or else yeah. they find out, da-da-da. Like, right. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like, you don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We'll never know. So another theory is that um, she just ran away with this A person. Um, now, in the description in the archive, um, supposedly they sh- briefly interviewed, like, another friend um, I don't know who this friend is. They're not named, but um, they they pretty much said that A was a real person. Now, nobody used their real name, so I don't know what their name is, mm-hmm. but they're pretty much like, oh, no, I know who A is. Like, I've met them mm-hmm. kind of thing. So people think they, they were real and that maybe she just ran away with A because she was having an affair with him. Mm-hmm. The only evidence of this really is the one time that the private detective saw A go into the woods with two drinks. They're like, oh, maybe one was for Mayumi. Yeah, maybe they took two, one for them and one for the other person. But yeah. My counter to that is sometimes I'm thirsty. I'll drink two drinks. Yeah, I mean, like, especially if there are different drinks. Maybe <laughs> I take a root beer and a Coke and then I decide when <laughs> I, I get them together. Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, so so if you don't think that they ran away together to be happy, some people think that A essentially kidnapped her. Or blackmailed her. Or that's blackmailed what, her and then was keeping her captive or um, made her run away with him. Um, because if we're to believe Yoko's story and believe what A said, he was they were the last person to see Mayumi alive. Mm-hmm. So... Who's to say that they didn't hold a gun to her head and say, get in the van, we're going to the woods. We're going to the mob, and the mob's going to make us make disappear. Make us disappear. So some people think that that's a possibility, or that even A eventually murdered Mayumi. Now there's really no, again, there's no evidence for this whatsoever. This is strictly theory. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, again, the only evidence that A was involved at all was the phone call. But that's hearsay because that's what Yoko said he said. And then they said. they said, and then the juice, the double juice, double fist and juice. So it's kind of a loose. I don't know if double fist and juice double is fist a great. And juice. Double fist and juice. Um, however, here we go again. So if we are to believe that the note that says don't trust Yoko, what if it means don't trust her at all? You think Yoko did it. Some people think Yoko had something to do with it. Mm. Some people think that she could have been jealous for some reason. <laughs> We've been waiting for this We've one. We've been waiting for this one. Me, um. since the beginning of the story. <laughs> <laughs> some suspect that Yoko may have had something to do with her sister's disappearance. Um, maybe because she was jealous for some reason. And the viewers think that the parents maybe posted the note without Yoko knowing because they were afraid of Yoko, like they knew what happened or knew that she had something to do with it, but they couldn't say it outright because they were afraid that she'd do something to them. Mm. That would mean that her whole story is pretty much made up, Mm -hmm. which if you think about it, 
Again, she's the one that found the note. She's the one that called the phone number. She's the one that talked to the supposed friend that Miami was supposed to meet up with. She was the one that hired the private detective. She's the one that reported what the detective said. She's the one. So, I mean. I don't understand why you wouldn't say, here's the detective. This is their information. Contact them. Get them on the show. This is the note. Here, I brought it. See? Like. Right. And maybe she did. But there's no proof of that that we that I can find now. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't have the interview. I don't have any police, like, uh. Records. Records of any of this. So, I don't, like, who's to mm-hmm. say? Who's to say? Hey, Japan. Hey, Japan. <laughs> Crime's real easy there, huh? <laughs> well, maybe not. I mean, I was trying to search. I was trying to, I was trying to Google things in Japanese. It was not working. So, some other people also think that maybe Yoko made it all up, but not necessarily on purpose they think that maybe she was delusional Hmm. and her parents wrote the note but didn't want to say anything to her directly because they were like don't believe right and maybe right and and maybe her sister Mm -hmm. did disappear because she was on the missing persons website but this is how she dealt with it right and maybe Mm -hmm. that she made it up but again there's really no evidence as to what happened to her Mm -hmm. so even if Yoko is making this all up. Well, where'd she go? Yeah. We still don't know where she went. Hmm. So it's not like what she said is wrong and being contradicted. There's no contradiction. Like, nobody has any information. Yeah. Like, you got a better plan? Right. Do you, <laughs> hey, do you have a better plan? Right, right, exactly. So nobody really, really knows. Um, an interesting... And this is purely speculation at this point because there's no indication that she's unwell in Object- any way. Objection, Your Honor. Speculation. <laughs> speculation. Sustained. Sustained. <laughs> um, but there's no evidence that she's unwell, right? And we can't watch the interview back to see if there's any signs. But most people are like, this one's kind of a last ditch. Like, well, maybe she's crazy. But there's no evidence for that. What's the song? I'm not... But I'm just a little unwell right now. <laughs> it's unwell, I, I think. Matchbox 20. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, but it's, I'm not, is it, I'm not crazy, I'm just a little I'm unwell. I'm not crazy, I'm just a little unwell, I know, right now. You can't tell. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't Whoa. know. Whoa, back. Now, I'm going to throw you through one last loop. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, Some sources. You're making a face right now that I... <laughs> I would capture and put on a Christmas card. Some do it. I'll sit like this <laughs> forever. Some sources state that Yoko herself disappeared in 2013. Jesus. However, I keep saying however in this video. In this in this in this video. Look at me. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Um, but there are no official reports. There's really no documents so i watched a video on youtube where this person researched this story this is where i got some of this information and reddit thank you reddit um but they claim and reddit claims that there are some sources that state she disappeared or they can't maybe it's more along the lines of they can't find her to contact her in any way but there's like no official missing persons reports parents are serial killers Maybe. Or maybe or maybe A came back because Yoko was talking too much. Just shit. Too much. 
too much. Just talking too much. I was going to censor myself there. I don't know why. We're 60-some episodes in. Why would I start now? Why now? <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to censor the part I said earlier, but we'll just cut that. We'll discuss it. Well, yeah, we'll cut that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, nothing's really ever been found out from this. Mayumi's still missing. Um, Yoko's apparently missing now. Um, nothing really came of, uh, like, of any of this. Um, it's kind of a, it's not a super famous story, but this is one of the ones you'll find, like, if, because I was just searching, like, creepy missing person stuff. And this one will come up. The things we do for this podcast. The the things we do. This one will come up because the note, because people think that don't trust Yoko, like, it throws everybody through a loop. Is that in the screenshot? Yeah. You can see it behind her. It's a huge note. I don't know how she missed it. I'm going to knock on lie. Well, she didn't turn around. Yeah, but how'd she sit down in the chair? Would she have to walk towards the chair? She'd see what's behind her. I thought you said you came in. It came in. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. Well, we don't know because we can't see. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. So anyway, do you think this story will uh, keep you up at night? You still think you'll be able to sleep as snug as bug in a rug? I'm a little. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. I'm a little uneasy because. I just turned 27, and that <gasps> was how old. You know what? She I did was. that because you did it on I purpose. Knew. Lies, yeah. lies, <laughs> lies. Caitlin came to me this week and said, "Hey, is it okay if I don't do a birthday-centered story?" I'm sorry. I already wrote it, and then I was like, "Man, I should have done something around like a birthday." But no, maybe that would have been sad. Maybe I that would have been sad. There's so many possibilities, and it's and it seems crazy that there's not all these records in this big investigation but that's more something we expect more of in our culture right and yeah and maybe they did do something but we just don't know it they they be, file the records difference maybe not all of it's public it's probably not public yeah if there was a big investigation mm-hmm. and it's unsolved why would it be public why yeah. would it be public knowledge yeah if they had people in mind even here if if it's an open investigation and they have people in mind they why, don't say anything they don't say right what did you say? What did you say? But I mean, the, it could be that they haven't closed the investigation, but because they have a lead, they don't want to like, give hey, out anything. People, uh, stop poking around. Don't poke the yeah. bear. And so it's like, thank you for your right what cooperation. Is it? Thank you for your cooperation. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of strange possibilities, and so it makes me a little concerned. I'm gonna try to still sleep as snug as a bug in a rug, just kind of like. So what do you think happened? I. If she was a real person, which she was listed on the missing persons mm-hmm. page, I don't know how easy it is to do that there. I don't know if I the police have, if you have to file it and You'd have, have to whatever. file a report. It's like their official one. Okay, then yes. So I think she was a real person. I think she really went missing. Yeah. There was clearly an interview done. Yeah. The note in the background is very weird. Mm-hmm. It is very, very strange. Something has been covered up. Yeah. Now this there's no footage of it, Mm-mm. so somebody said, "Get cut rid of the, get rid this. of that footage. Yeah, get rid of it." Mm-hmm. Whether that was the government saying we're trying to investigate this, mm-hmm. take it down because we can't have them know we're on to them. Yeah. Whether it was the mob saying, "Hey, we're trying to make it so yeah. she disappears." It's For weird though because it was so much like the video was broadcast so much later than when she actually went missing. That's why I'm saying it had, it seems like either the mob yeah. there does a very good job. If they, if we say we're going to make, 
Is that who it is? I don't know. If that could be... I don't know what culture that is. I could be making an ass of myself. <laughs> don't assume. <laughs> Makes an ass out of you and me. Anyway, the, either the mom said, when we say we're going to hide you, we hide you. Yeah. When we say we're going to make you disappear, you disappear. Yeah. So either they are saying, you... We made a promise. This is what we're going to do. So we take the, we make sure the footage takes down, and we make sure that um, we pay somebody to take you off this website. Yeah. Like, it could be... Um, them keeping a promise. Mm-hmm. It could be them covering something up. Yeah. It could be the government covering up something that was a much bigger scale mm-hmm. than what anybody really realizes. Right. But this woman existed. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you believe Yoko, something very strange mm-hmm. happened that something strange in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Not Yoko. Oh, <laughs> whoa! I'm sorry, I don't know. What did she say? What did she say? <laughs> I don't know, but it seems like there's. It's either mob-related or it's something much bigger than anyone understands and it's mm. being kept quiet. Yeah. Either for the sake of the investigation or for a cover-up. Yeah. I thought up that spy theory on the fly. I didn't even have that written down. She's a spy. She's undercover. She has to leave. Witness protection. She can't go back to her family. Well, that's what she could have. Maybe she was going to meet them because she had seen something she wasn't supposed to. And mm-hmm. so... They blackmailed her, like you said, and she's like, away. Well, I gotta go. Spirited away. Spirited away the she night. She was abducted by aliens. Why wasn't that one of your theories? I don't... Because I don't... Well, I don't know. This why is, would... I, why would... Okay. Why yeah, you're right. I mean, aliens wouldn't really take any... Why would she write the note, though? Like, I was going out with whatever... We don't, know the Yoko, we don't know the notes oh, real. That's true. Dang it. We don't know that's real. Yoko could have had a mental breakdown from and her sister it. disappearing yeah. and, ri- and made up this story to satisfy her loss, her right. grief. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't really, but it could have. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a delusion. You said, I mean, it's a possibility. I had another point I was going to make. Sorry. Aliens? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Spies. Before that. Mm-hmm. Witness protection. The mob? <gasps> You know, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's okay. I'll just keep saying things Oh, I know. Okay. (laughs) The mob. (laughs) The mob. Good call. (laughs) (laughs) The mob. The mob. (laughs) Here we go again. If 100,000 people were able to be, what is it, an evaporating person? Yes. Uh, I mean, that's from the mid-90s, so... 20 years, 100,000 people. But that's still a lot of people. If they're able to Let's do, do that, where the, then they live in these cities where the mob is, I mean, where the mob is making this functional, they have a oh, good wow. system. Yeah. That's what? still, like, thousands of people each year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The, the whatever mob or mafia or i guess we don't know what they're called this organization who's able to take a hundred thousand people and quietly make them disappear they have a good setup like people aren't questioning them yakuza i was right the yakuza have a good system going if this is true and they're really making is this evaporated is this a real thing the Yakuza are um, the Japanese mom. No, I know. But, like, the fact... Fine... people? Yeah. Yes. So, but, yeah. but, like, these cities are real things where yeah. people... Yeah. So this is a real system. This is a real good setup. It or is... it's kind of like, well, if you want to disappear, go to this place because there's these people that can make you disappear. Kind of thing. 
I mean, obviously, it's not like come to come to Wheeling, the city, the of city of disappeared people. people, right? But there's because, places where people mm. know that people go to evaporate, quote unquote, and then. And then People, you never hear of them again. Yeah, I mean, you could go there looking for them, but you're not going to find them. So it's not like... They find you. You don't find them. Gosh darn it. Would you listen to what I'm saying? They if you have build a good... it, they will come. <laughs> they have a good system. I'm listening. They have a really good system in place if they're able to do this with all these people. So it makes it a very, very likely thing. Yeah. Whereas in our culture and our society, to just up and disappear seems much more difficult. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think the evaporating people, the more you read up on it, the more, the easier it seems, like you're saying. Whether so, it was her decision yeah. to disappear. Or A's. Or, or A's decision, or she was forced into this via government. Maybe or, she was saying, I had an affair with A. Oh, but she said but was betrayed. I was like, maybe she was betrayed by her husband. Well, she could have been. Yeah. Somebody found, somebody Maybe found Maybe he was out. like, I'm in love with you, I'm in love with you. A was, and then he was like, but you have to leave your husband or else I'll kill your child. Or I'll I'll sh- tell everybody and shame your family. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It could yeah, have been Yeah, but then she did family. anyway. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's very but confusing. it's different than like publicly. Bar- yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, told yeah, her yeah, family, yeah. She, but she didn't tell like everyone yoku did (laughs) wait and maybe that's why her parents are like listen (laughs) calm down yoko calm down yeah you know i don't know i guess we'll never know i guess we'll never know that's the ending i wanted to do a story where i wanted to do an unsolved one i don't know why um because i wanted to i was gonna say i wanted us to know that they're not always happy endings but a lot of the stories we do are not happy endings (laughs) When's the last time we did a happy ending story? I mean, the Horseshoe Curve Tunnel wasn't bad. It was a ghost. Yeah. Searching for her love for all eternity. For always and eternity. Allegedly. 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 Titanoboa wasn't bad. Yeah. As far as, like, happy endings and stuff. Right. <laughs> no more Titanoboa. It's fine. Uh, just a quick update on Titanoboa. Uh, if you listen back a couple episodes, we did Snakes on a Bus mm-hmm. with Titanoboa, and mm-hmm. Caitlin was at work the other day, and small child felt the need to inform her about Titanoboa, to which she responded, ah, I know about this because of my yeah, story. Yeah, um, we were in the middle of a reindeer encounter, so he was feeding the reindeer and then looked up at me and said, you know a lot about snakes? And I was like, well, I know the ones that about the ones that we have. And he's like, oh, I thought you'd know more because you're a zookeeper. You heard about Titanoboa? And I was like, yeah, actually. And he was seven, and we were in a standoff, a heated standoff. It was terrifying for me, honestly. So I'm saying that I'm bringing that up to say this. We have some more lighthearted episodes. <laughs> but I appreciated your story today. You know, this story reminded me of just real quick when I was writing it. Cicada through 301. Because, because, like, there's always two options, and you don't know which one's right. And then once you pick one, there's two more options, and you don't know which one's right. This isn't a choose-your-own-adventure. I mean, it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> Except we don't know the end. There's all snakes. Snakes at the end. Snakes you all the way down. Snake. Snakes all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, that was something else. Something else. I gotta go. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. So if you want to listen back to old episodes, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean.com, and yep. wherever a lot. Maybe some other places. I don't know. I think that's about it right now. But, uh... But yeah, you can hit us up. Check out our pictures. There's not going to be a lot, obviously, but, um... I can think of one. <laughs> check out our pictures on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook's just bug in a rug. Instagram, Twitter, at BIR Podcast. Like when he said, you can find us on Podbean. If you want any of my resources, resources which... I do have the um, Super J channel. I do have the archives from that. I A lot of my information came from a YouTube channel, so I highly recommend watching it. It's only like 20 minutes long, if that is fascinating. You can see, um, I'll try to take screenshots of it, but you will see the, like her missing persons profile. Mm-hmm. Like the original. You'll see the screenshots that I'll try to grab of the interview. Um, they talk a little in, more in depth about the evaporating people theory. So the YouTube uh, channel is Rainbot, capital R-E-I-G-N, capital B-O-T. Um, the title is Unsolved, Mayumi Arashi and the Disturbing Notes That Could Solve Her Case. I highly recommend watching it. It's it's fascinating. It's where I got a lot of my information. Also Reddit. Um, that's in there too. But yeah, you can also email us. Uh, BIRpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you have solved it. If you are this missing person. If you are in witness protection, let us know. Can you do that? No. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.